Oh yes, we're live at the grand final. Have a look at this. People everywhere, of course they are. Getting right around Triple M football. And there's very good reason for that. Now, I can see to my left a man who's very lucky to be here. We're gonna get it to that in just a second. Spud Frawl, he's here. Hello, Spud Rogers. Great to be here, JB. Very lucky to be here, actually. So, uh, no, great, great game it's gonna be. Uh, no doubt about that. A man who knows all about it. Two-time Premiership captain of the Kangaroos, Wayne Carey's here. Whoa, the King. Hey, the duck. Uh, beautiful uh, day. I, I think it's gonna fine up uh, purple. I'm really looking forward to this one, JB. No surprise that Bristol isn't here yet. Um, <laughs> it's a circuitous route to uh, Triple M football, of course, via like about 25 venues. But Damien Barrett, the best newsbreaker, is here. Purple. Hello, Jim. Uh, you couldn't have got us a bigger platform for today's yeah. uh, outside no, broadcast? No, I must admit, it is sizable. Uh, <laughs> another man who's lucky to be here. Very lucky to be here. We'll go into that later on, Jeez. JB. But uh, the coaches' fraternity have just turned on Warrior. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, no, we're looking forward to it. But, uh, Spud, what happened? We're all charging to get here, of course. Yep. Everyone's been busy. Yeah. What happened to you? Well, I just walked in here beautifully, uh, minding my own business, and uh, I was next to Ash Chua, walked past here, walked past the two security guards over there to my right, and he, he didn't say, lower your head. I've just walked straight into the uh, the big screen and uh, <laughs> taken the skin off me bonts, and uh, it's fair to say, JB. You nearly knocked yourself out, Spud. I was gone. I, uh, Got I was wobbly boots. The eight count. Um, <laughs> The first aid went out the, the back and uh, gave me the concussion test. If they stitched you up? Yeah, they didn't quite, it uh, wasn't quite stitches, but the concussion test, uh, I left them a little bit confused, JB, to be brutally honest. Get onto the website, Triple M Footy, of course, you can see Spud actually being attended to by the medicos. I think the uh, the doctor said I'm permanently concussed. I'm not sure what that means, but anyway, I'm lucky to be here, but yeah, it wasn't the greatest entry I've had, it's fair to say. What about I'm driving up Batman, uh, uh, you know, about to head past Rod Laver Arena and then swing back down in to the uh, Triple MCG. The corner there, right near the uh, Rod Laver uh, entrance, I see this dwarf-like figure, uh, duck, like a real tiny little bastard with a tennis ball sort of hairdo and the earphones coming out of both ears and this massive great big bag. I said to myself, that's Ash Chua. (laughs) And he's just standing there and I'm on the corner waiting and I'm thinking, well, he's going to the same place I am. So I said, I'll I'll, uh, get hold of him, give him a lift. So I wound the window down and I went, Chua. Ash! <laughs> He's walked straight past the car. I'm like, Ash! <laughs> he just kept walking, and I thought he can get stuffed. <laughs> so I left him. Oh, he's in the zone, as you know, he grand final day. He ignored me. Yeah, grand final day. It's all about the stats for Hard Yakabachua. By the way, Spud was all right. He came in, he was all right until he saw a little bit of blood. Oh, he got no. real lightheaded. <laughs> I said, It's actually bleeding, Spud. Well, and I then think... he started to sort of wobble a little bit. I'm actually <laughs> starting to get uh, a little bit faint, and uh, <laughs> Slater and Gordon are on the phone at the moment, so I'll just wait and see. How we go throughout the day, JB, but uh, yeah, we might have to tune more for this. Got the uh, Cool Breeze Chronicles coming oh, yes. up. We've got Tom Harley's going to join us, of course, former Premiership captain of the Cats and now attached very strongly to the Sydney Swans. Ten grand super quiz. Uh, someone here in the audience will take yeah. away $10,000, which Cash. is quite extraordinary. Cash! Folding! The hard stuff. What? Uh, old biggies and them don't get to see it. No, Dan Andrews and them. Walk away with that. Wow. Is brilliant? Jude Bolton will be with us. Danny Southern uh, will be joining us. Daniel G and Syracuse are the big, uh, big names always. And two tickets. I, I walked from the gate three to yep. here. I reckon eight people in the yeah. course of that walk. It's duck. quite... I've got five grand. I'll pay one. I'll pay you five grand. I said, mate, that's all very well, but I don't have any tickets. <laughs> Firstly, and secondly, scalping's illegal, <laughs> especially when you're the chairman of a footy club. You better like tell Brian that then. It says to me, <laughs> BT. After I'd said all of that to him, Spud, he goes, I don't care, mate. I've got five grand. I said, mate, I don't have any tickets. So that bloke, come around the front here because we've got two 
to give away. Now, all you've got to do is come down to the live stage, which is where we are here. Take a photo of yourself in our Triple M photo booth. Where is that, please? Yeah, I think it's over there to the right. Over there. Right. All right, I'll get over to the uh, booth. Take a photo. Post your photo on Instagram. Tag at Triple M footy with the hashtag Triple M rocks the grand final. One lucky winner, Purple. Mm. Two tickets to the big dance. Unbelievable. For, uh, 1.30, yep. we'll be telling you who that is. So if you don't have tickets, get around to the photo booth and do exactly as I just said. Instagram. Tag at Triple M footy, hashtag Triple M rocks the grand final, and you could end up with two tickets to the big dance. And they are, I was talking to Mike Fitzpatrick Purple earlier today, obviously at the North Melbourne breakfast. He said normally midweek grand final week, they've got 10,000 tickets they're trying to get rid of mm. somehow. They always manage to do it, yep. but, you know, we're trying to get... He said this year, middle of this week, we've got 50,000 we're trying to find. Really? Wow. He's yeah. never had... A week like this where grand final yeah. tickets have been at this much of a premium. It could have been uh, the 150,000 mark, you reckon? Oh, amazing. If it was available. Uh, well, according to the chairman, he said it's just been insane. How did you go at your last North Melbourne breakfast, Jim? Did you make it Flew about you? All about me. No, I didn't. I, it was very... We, we had, the, obviously, all the right people to uh, thank, but... Um, Glass I, eye. It would have been a little <laughs> bit, except for in the middle where I decided to put some SH1T on the uh, polo player that runs our competition. <laughs> I just said, mate, is there any A-list celebrity that's come to Melbourne that you haven't dry-rooted in the past year and a half? Is there any poor bastard today that's going to sit there while you bore the crap out of him? Sting? Oh, poor old Sting. He'll, 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 he'll cop it, won't he? He'll end Agassi, up knocking Agassi. himself out with a shoe. <laughs> anyway, so I put some on him. Agassi, of course, nearly f- died. In the Boarding of, uh, crapless, apparently. Oh, just he fell asleep. He fell asleep at quarter um, time. But that was very good. I watched Fox footy. I saw the kick. Who oh, won that in the end? Oh, Bracelet Gibbs. Oh, the Bracelet. Uh, came his from first nowhere. kick? No, his first kick went 69. His second. 72, so it was no fluke. Jeez. But we all thought big Tex Walker. Um, I think him and Bernie Bernard Vince uh, yep. might have went to the Mooney Valley races and uh, yep. <laughs> probably wasn't in the greatest state, Tex and Bernie, no, this it morning. wasn't worth a pinch, No, Tex. no, they were pretty wobbly. Uh, where is Brian, by the way? Is it lack of band time well, for BT? It will, be, it will be. He'll wander in soon. I did watch it, though, Duck. Uh, they're doing a very good job, the boys, of the kickoff across the Yarra, but uh, fair yeah. to Chief, I, I don't think it's eating anymore. I think he must have wind. No, he has oh, I'm serious. <laughs> he is as fat as a house. Here he is, Brian. Hey, about me? No, yeah. talking about no, Chief no. Dunstall. He, no. Seriously, no, he on hates Fox people. Footy, he, yeah. he is. It's not about food. He, he's got wind. No, that's no. Got, that's yeah. worked its way through his whole. Brain. It's either he's before he go, gets out of bed, he sits on a gas pipe for twenty minutes, oh, or he's been stung by a thousand bees. No. Because <laughs> the button on the uh, the shirt today, if it had a, if it had a come off, BT, mm. he would have blinded someone. <laughs> he seriously, he's got to learn to say no at the dinner table, chief. Oh, well, that's, uh, not sure, what's wrong with him? Let's face it, he just hates humans. <laughs> well, he does, Brian. He doesn't, he, only, like, he doesn't like any of the people here. No, and his head's imploded into his body. He's just uh, a brick with eyes. He's a big... Like he, as we know, he's the only guy I know that can roll up a, a pizza like a souvlaki and scoff it within two chomps, the chief. He <laughs> snorts it. Oh, yeah, sure. What are you up to, Brian? You've had a busy morning. Lack of bands, Brian? Yeah, we've been going around the place doing a lot of charity stuff. <laughs> Have you? Yes. How many lack of bands, Brian? Oh, shut up, Sparky. Just get on with it. Brian, was it last year you lost the case that was yeah, full of all the, wasn't all the uh, nice stuff you get? Was it last year you lost the case? Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was, was last year. It was a very years ago. Uh, it was a frantic time. Mm. Uh, I've never seen you like it. BT, but we're talking about the grand final tickets. They're hard to come by. You, they you are. all said the people walking around wanting tickets. It's a shame because you'd love to see all the Bulldog supporters get in there. But this is the first time I can remember for a long time that they're basically uh, scarce as hen's teeth. And the reason for that is the dogs have garnished support from all clubs, uh, Damo. Yeah. So 
you know, you could have a Collingwood Essen grand final, and that would attract great interest amongst the Collingwood and Essen people, and a passing interest amongst others. But what the dogs have managed to do is they've managed to get every other supporter from every, every other club on board and follow them. And that's why the crush for tickets. I mean, they're the same amount of tickets as any other year, but they are enormously hard to get. And I've seen people walking around the outside of the MCG looking for tickets as well. Normally, I would think they would get them by the end of the day or by the start of the game. They won't. Today, they won't. No. Yep. It is enormous, Duck. The uh, groundswell, we talked about it at a, at a function earlier today, this emotional sort of groundswell that's like a tsunami just pushing the dogs to this game. Absolutely. It's the way they've done it. They've had so much heartache during the year. Bob Murphy and other players' uh, career, not career-ending, season-ending injuries. and. Yep. They've been able to overcome it. They've been the underdogs right through the finals. They went to Perth, as we know, beat them, beat last year, three-time uh, premiership team in Hawthorne, and, and then to travel again last week and to win in the way they have. Yep. They've captured the imagination of all of us. And uh, I, uh, and we said this this morning, BT, at one of your, uh, one of your functions, that uh, I can't remember... <laughs> Everyone being so excited about a grand final. I can't wait. In actual fact, uh, this is boring me. I just want to get to the uh, ground and uh, oh, well, get nice, it. Oh, sorry. Uh, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, people here feeling good about themselves. Sorry, but ladies and just gentlemen. gone, uh, you're boring. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> might as well go. And, uh, he's the only one that's got anything to say because he's, he's the king. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> King <laughs> Kerry. Like, we don't give a stuff. Duck, oh, come you? on, Duck. You're a man <laughs> turning into Chief. Yeah. You know Chief doesn't like humans full stop, but come on. Bristol, you know that Spud knocked himself out walking in here. <laughs> yep. Walked into opened the, his head uh, up, walked into the screen. It's six opened... foot. And I was talking to Chua, who, oh. as we know, is a little man. So I'm looking down at Chua. He's walked under without ducking, obviously. And I have uh... wouldn't have thought it would have been that unusual uh, for you, Spud, a, a bloke born in Bungaree on the side of a volcano. <laughs> Only three houses in Bungaree, 100 metres apart. Maguan's in one, Frawley's in the yeah. other. The one in the middle was empty. Uh, you somehow <laughs> got birthed in there with uh, these families uh, carnivorally uh, coming yeah. together at various times. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as a result of that, you... <laughs> Are you suggesting there's a bit of inbreeding, bro? <laughs> I'm suggesting there's a fair bit of Tassie in... Uh, oh, no, not at all. I, no, I, I went down for the, uh, the nine camp, Brian. I got the nine the, oh. the first aid. He did an outstanding job. It took four of them to stop the bleeding. It was, uh, it was a bit of a worry, but uh, we'll Spud, push on. The mail we've got is you went down in a similar fashion to when you first played against Brian. Yes. Uh, when he kicked seven on you and you cried. Crying. <laughs> I, cried, I did cry like a bitch. Someone else told me they played on you uh, not long after no, you cried on them. That was the first cr- and only time, Brian. And you cried on them No, nah, that's crap. <laughs> I'm beginning to think you're a cry baby. No, no. I was all right, to, I was all right today until uh, the oh, blood oh, came no, out. No. I, can remember, I can remember Alan Sidebottom cop one from uh, big uh, Mark Lee at Richmond, Brian. And, mm-hmm. and, he, and he sort of got one about, and about five minutes later. Uh, we've got the camera on Alan Sidebottom and he, and he sort of grabbed his eye and there's a bit of blood leaking from it. He then fainted. He then went out. He's because the blood started to leak. So big side, he uh, wasn't the best. That didn't go down too well, did it? Soft. Went to Dennis Cometti's uh, night. Duck and I went oh, to yeah. his uh, little uh, boardroom. Twenty people. Yeah, right. Farewell good. dinner. Duck. It was fantastic, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it intimate. Was. Um, he got the people that he wanted there. because that's why Duck and I were there. Yes, good. <laughs> and uh, it was an intimate little affair. It was, uh, not, it was an honour to be there, really. Yeah, it was. I was a little bit embarrassed to be invited, to be uh, to be well, fair. But I it was. Th- uh, I thought you were too. But, yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, it was great, and like you said, all the important people were yeah. what we considered. Important. So Ross Stevenson, who's a great radio yeah. star yep. in Melbourne, yep. he Superstar. spoke uh, yep. about Dennis, and then it went around the table, and everyone had their little one minute uh, you know thing to say about uh, Dennis. By the way, did you know that was happening? I was 
sort of quite surprised that all of a sudden it was like, Doc, well, have you got something you got to say? Yeah. Well, I organised. Uh, yeah, yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, thanks, so, uh, thanks that, for the that, warning. So that was great. But Dennis is going to go back to Perth, and I wouldn't be surprised if we hear him again, especially on the radio. Oh, he'll do triple yeah. M footy because we're out of yeah. uh, Perth, obviously, so he'll be doing that. He is a great yeah. man, Dennis Committee. Not only an incredible yeah. broadcaster, but a very, very good human being. Mm. Yeah, he's, uh, he's been an icon. I, I've... I've Love working with him. Does it mean, Brian, that he's handing the baton over to you, Bristol? You sort of... Oh, I don't know. I know the way... What is you going on there, Bristol? Sort of, uh, actually, that's a good point you Bristling bring up. in there, Brian. You reckon uh, Tim Warner and, uh, you know, other sort of... Uh, Lewis, Lewis Martin. Martin executives yep. were there. Kerry Stokes. You reckon, was he doing uh, some work with that? You reckon uh, Brian didn't have the knives out for Darcy? Saul Stein. <laughs> Darcy. Oh, bullshit. Basil, Basil Zempel was there. And he, what about uh, uh, Hamish? Yeah, BT's just throwing one-liners in like, uh, yeah, Basil. Well, uh, <laughs> oh, Bristol. He's, uh, he's just going, Hamish uh, McLaughlin? He's ba- just Basil's going, nose got no, in the way of all conversations. No, he said, he said, oh, Basil's just uh, too similar. Oh, to, no, uh, Dennis. So we, we need someone different. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm calling with you guys uh, next year on Triple M Football, so that's going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, well, no, on Friday nights. Yeah. On Friday nights? Probably. Beautiful. No, BT, how many hours have you put into this project yeah. to, get, to get Dennis's job? Yeah. How many hours? It's been a long campaign, Brian. It's been, it's been <laughs> 18 been months in the making. Anzac Day. A blue chip uh, arrangement on Friday night on 7. I don't think uh, it's for me. Bristol's oh. <laughs> taking himself out of the race. I think oh, I'm come happy on, bro. Sunday but, afternoons. But, oh, but if you remember rightly, it was uh, BT when Bruce went away for the, for the Olympics. Oh. It was at that time that BT knew he had Friday night, and that's yeah. when he put the rinse through the That's hair. right. And that was the nugget. To, he got the mo yeah. sort of, uh, sort of yeah. shaped up a little bit more. <laughs> El Pablo it was all like about it. Friday night footy. El, El Pablo like it was, Brian. El was, uh, Pablo. El, <laughs> what's his name? This is coming from El a man Chapo. in Wayne that always has his top, top two buttons undone. And uh, what is it? Why haven't you worn a white crispy shirt today? Because I thought I'd go with the, the bulldog sort of... Uh, I'll just put a bit of a red tag here later and... Mm. Um, I was a South Melbourne supporter as a kid, though, but I'm, I think I'm, I'm wanting the bullies to get up, BT. Yeah, we're all wanting the bullies to get up. All right, let's get to a break. We've got lots still to come. The Chronicles of Cool Breeze, uh, Tom Harley, 10 grand with the Super Quiz, Jude Bolton, Danny Southern, Daniel G and Syracuse. Get over, get your photo taken, stick it on Instagram, at Triple Footy, and you can win two tickets to the big dance. Yeah, now, JB, <laughs> yes. as we know, this time of year, BT and, and Duck, uh, this is where Warrior sort of walks on... Uh, Thin ice, because last year, as we know at the Brownlow, Luke Beveridge, oh, yeah. in the latrines, uh, it took Leon Cameron, GWS coach, to uh, separate them. Separate who? Uh, Warrior and Luke Beveridge. Luke right. Beveridge wanted to uh, get his big biceps in So Warriors. what you're saying is, about this time every year, All-Australian, yeah. Brownlow, yep. um, MVP, MVP yep. uh, yep. Carbine yep. Club, uh, all these functions that are going on, it's just become a matter of which one, Damo will be punched at. And if he gets in their, <laughs> their eyeline, Brian, and their path, and luckily for Damo, Brad Scott at the All-Australian dinner, you guys had the footy show. So he was on the warpath that night because I could see the steam coming out of his nose. But I'm led to believe 2 o'clock Friday morning after a great footy show, by the way, guys, an outstanding show on Thursday night, and you normally go down the precinct and, and celebrate it. with all the throng. I'm led to believe, Duck, that uh, Justin Lepich was there with a few of his former Brisbane teammates. And it took, Brian, Jamie Charman, oh, who's no. a big... It happened again. It did. <laughs> Lepich wanted to basically cave his head in. Right. Uh, <laughs> and it took Jamie Charman, who's 105 kilos, to hold uh, Lepich. Lepich... Hang on. You, are you saying to me that Lepich 
was within seconds of coming yes. to blows with Damo yeah. at a public event. And it took Michael Voss and Jamie Charman to try and hold Lepich back. There was froth coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he obviously hasn't taken kindly to what Damien Barrett said probably over the last couple of years. Uh, You're not going to deny this, Damo. Well, I mean, I'm people, waiting for a bit people of People know about this. Well, they, they, they crashed our party, BT, the uh, 2001 premiership reunion of that footy club. And uh, I get all well with most of the people from that team, but uh, Justin Lepich clearly had an issue on this occasion with me. So what was your... I think you're beating it up a bit, though, Spud. No, I'm not. I'm I, not I think it. No, I'm not. We just had a little exchange of words, and that was pretty much all Warrior, I noticed I have it to be. a triple premiership captain called me this morning. I spoke to him. Yeah. Michael Voss. He was good, And yeah. told me word for word, verbatim, is exactly what happened. So I'm not going to... Uh, Go back on I think he's just putting a little bit of mayonnaise on no, what might happen there, Spud. Where was Brad Scott? Was he there? No, well, Brad Scott wasn't there, thank God, because it would have oh. been a tag team. They would have used his head as a speedball. Tell us about your feelings when you're standing there just having a, uh, what, you had a Pinot Gris or something, a Gras, whatever. Uh, and just, Pinot Gras. Just sitting there, um, sipping on it, Brian, when he sees Justin Lepich. Who's a big man. Oh, he's a big man. 105 big kilos. Man. Yeah. Now, you're led to believe bench press about, what, 38? So, You're fast taking over from Akko as, yeah. as the world's most so hated man. what was your feeling like at this stage when Lepich was within about three or four metres? Yeah, it wasn't good, Spud. Yeah. So what were, what were you... No, I just, was your attack to run? Or was go what, dialogue, what dialogue was there between you? Um, I was accused of doing something that uh, ended his career, which I don't think was right, Doc. So how, did, just you, covered the story so what, how did you answer? How did you answer that? The question uh, that I asked you. I might have reminded him that it was the board that made the decision on his career, well, not how did me. It end up? How did it end up at the end? Because normally it's frosty and then someone ends up on that No, no, Michael Voss, Michael Voss uh, diffused the situation as he's... But I'm led to believe Lepich was still grinding his teeth, even an hour later. I have been told that. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think there's more to come. I, oh, I, I do. I, I, no, no, there is. He, he's what grab sort you, of more you know, to come? Well, Lepich is on a warpath. You know what uh, Gil has to do? Next year when he gets all the coaches together, yeah. he has to, Warrior has to come and be a, a special guest speaker. Yes, at the Coaches Association. <laughs> coaches. Let's get him in there to, to yeah, give just, a little talk a little on media yeah. relations. <laughs> And sit him in the middle with Clark and Luke Beveridge. <laughs> you got head as a speed <laughs> I tell you what, imagine selling tickets to oh, that. No. <laughs> oh, oh, I get on pretty well with about 15 of them, but I think uh, three of them no, do want to go. About two, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding yourself. 15. You're dreaming. You're dreaming. Well, Mario. six 15. or seven. Do you want me to do a, a quick straw poll if I text them all now or not? Might be one. Yeah, I would have thought. Hey, BT, it is a huge day today. It always is the AFL grand final but especially with um, uh, the doggies in there and thank Christ they are by the way if it had been GWS in Sydney oh, disaster. imagine yeah. what sort of a week we would add I reckon the game would still be sensational but the yeah. week would be nowhere near what no. the dogs have made this week they would have cancelled the parade you wouldn't have seen the people that are here today. They wouldn't have cancelled the parade. No, they wouldn't so have cancelled the parade. They have contractual arrangements been, in place for it to happen, and it would have still been good. It would have been self-cancelled. In other words, the <laughs> AFL would have gone ahead with it, but the people wouldn't have turned up to it. They would have. They actually would have turned up. They'll be still That's what they do in Melbourne on no. that day. Well, it's brilliant that the so. dogs are in because they made it an amazing day, and the Swannies yeah. are deserved grand finals, of course, after being home and away. Yeah, but they're boring. Premiers. They're pretty boring. The swans? Yeah, they are a bit boring. You reckon? Well, they're good, you know, so most things that are good are boring. I uh, like them. I like the way they go about it, Bristol. Yeah, I like good, the heat hard. they bring. Now, Sydney are hard. They're a really hard team, Duck, but I reckon the dogs are harder. They're certainly not boring, and I, I said this earlier on uh, on the Saturday, uh, what is it, Dead Set Legends, um, that it, it, it looks like it's men against boys. 
I think. I mean, in, in terms of physical stature. Yeah, which way? They've got big bodies. Sydney, they've got the big bodies, and obviously obviously the Bulldogs are smaller in stature. But you can't measure heart. And I, I, these are the two toughest teams in it. They're the two best teams in it, and that's why they're in the grand but, final. But, see, the Dogs have got playing for them today, the new Cyril. Who's the new Cyril? Who? The package. Oh, no, Brian. Oh, Brian, Brian. Now, listen. Brian. Let it go, BT. Brian, as soon as you've called him the package, he, he has not looked like it. Now, listen. Gary Ablett, When you like called him said. Gary Ablett. Gary Ablett, you called him. He has not I, had a kick. I made a comparison between yeah. him. And it was yeah. wrong. And, and, and the great, second greatest player of all time. Gary Ablett. And now I'm making a comparison with Cyril. Oh. Now, what's Cyril? <laughs> what? Oh, so you've jumped off Gary Ablett now, and you say, okay, probably not. Cyril's better. Cyril. I'm probably saying I'm not. Right with Gary Ablett. Now I'll try and lead him towards Cyril. Can I possibly have a minute without you interrupting me? Go. So Cyril, early in his career, was a 10-possession player, didn't do enough, didn't work hard enough, didn't get to where he needed to do. Now he's a 15-possession player and he works hard. His work ethic is absolutely (laughs) first-rate, right? So much so that he's now one of the best players in the competition. But Stringer at the start is exactly the same. He doesn't work hard enough. He's got a degree of arrogance that needs to be just bashed out of him a little bit. Oh, and there's a little bit of sm- Payakaruna smart-ass about him. Yeah, there is. Uh, and all of those things. And once he comes to terms with those and, and realises that he has to work hard and get to these places that he's not currently get, getting to. But he has the trick bag that it's Cyril fault, has. Brian. He has the trick bag that Gary Ablett has. And I'm telling you, in five years' time... You'll be saying to me, BT, oh. he is the best 15 possession player in the comp, and he used to be like, well, used to be like Cyril. I think um, Luke Beveridge would be saying in two and a half hours' time, well, five years' time. I could have dropped a real heavy word then, Spud, but I'm telling you now, today at the MCG, he is going to explode. Now, if you all want to meet back here after the game, and I will, I will hang upside down here in the nude yeah. if he doesn't kick four today. Oh, Brian! Oh, I'll tell you what, how... telling you now. Can this, hey, can this hold 250 kilos, this frame? <laughs> no, uh, that's how sure I am. Special, are you riding him the same way you rode <laughs> Leon Davis? <laughs> Is this a similar Brian, sort of jockeying? Brian, big he's um, a bit player at the moment. He's a bit I'm player. <laughs> he will take it on today. You've called in the package. You're to blame. His head was the side of a... He just couldn't get in the rooms. No, his head's Whitnoble. always been like that. No, no, you actually brought it to another level after you called in the package. Isn't that right, Rolly? you Already here tonight. So, there was one night, my, my son played with him at the Benigo Pioneers right. in the TSC Cup, right? And uh, I'm, I'm reliably told, not by my son, but by others, that uh, when he was uh, using Bendigo as his home base, uh, yes. the, uh, the very uh, self-adorable uh, Jakey Stringer, um, that he used to go up to nightclubs. This is when he was playing in the TSC Cup, and uh, they would say, uh, sorry, sir, we're full tonight, you can't come in here. And they'd say that to Jakey Stringer, and uh, Jakey would go... Don't you know who I am? Oh, <laughs> I'm Jake Stringer. And this is when he's playing TAC Cup. So it's just... Uh... Now, when, when this comparison also doesn't actually work out for you, with the, like, like the Ablett one didn't, who are you going to go to next? Who's your third go-to man with comparisons on, I, no, I'm still on com- Jakey? I'm still comparing both of them. I think he's got elements of both. What about... Does he need to recognise blokes wearing the same jumper out in the field, Bristol? Is that now, a bit of an issue? Ah, now this is yeah. the handballing. <laughs> So selfish, Just bring someone else into the game every now Selfish is one of the other things. Yes. And, and that's why he got dropped. Was it three weeks ago, Damon? Yeah, the Four last uh, two, two rounds. He got dropped because of that very reason. Because he needed to be inclusive of others yes. and he needed to bring others into the game. Good players bring others into the game. They do. And he, I would think, that 70% of the reason that he got dropped was because of exactly what you've said then. That is 100% right. So what they've done is they've bringing him into the psychological room 
they've redesigned his brain a little bit and they're saying, Jake, you've got to do it this way and you've got to be more of a team man, otherwise you, you ain't going to be playing regular footy here. And I think he, if you noticed last week, who, uh, who, the last kick. The last play of the game. Oh, yeah. Could have gone for home. I thought he should have. 30 metres out, 45 degree angle, running at goal, no one running at him. He had every right to go. Gets it across to Dixon. Soaks a time. Soaks up. a bit of time and an opportunity to score as well. I think we saw Jake Stringer become a player when he did that. All right, we need to get to a break, Bristol, because uh, we've got 10K, by the way, is going to be given away at 1 o'clock with the quiz. But head wobble, we always decided on yeah. grand final day. Are you ready? I'm ready, mate. I'm ready to go. All right. uh, I'm sick of a few uh, you know, former stars jumping on the bandwagon teams in the, in the grand final at the moment. The head wobble is something that yeah. Spud brought to the table about six or seven years ago. Uh, and basically explain what it is, please. Well, it is uh, people get ahead of themselves. We're all in the media. Uh, yeah, very enjoyed, enjoyable with our job. Should also be pointed out that JB's been a multiple winner of this. Uh, and Inaugural. Uh, uh, Hall of Fame <laughs> yeah. um, instantly. Yes. Right. So basically, I'm the number one. Yeah. The analogies I like to use, if uh, someone was an icy pole, they'd lick themselves to death, Brian. So... Uh, they get out of bed, look in the mirror and go, ooh, look at me. <laughs> ah, gee, I've nailed it. Yeah, I'm, it's all about me. So they sort of, yep. and then they sort of go down the street, they walk around and they just sort of walk down the street. They go, yeah, they're just, it's all a little bit of a, you know, the chest comes out and a little bit of a, a walk. So look they, at this idiot of a real, man. It's real wanker stuff. They think they're going well. So it's our job, JB, just to bring them down yeah, go on. to everyone else. So third on the head wobble list for 2016, and I'll be short and sweet because we don't want to talk about him too much, but Mark Robinson comes in third. Um, he wants to be like us. The facts are he'll never be like us. He uh, was tipped out of here 10 years ago. So Mark won the AFMA Awards and sucked up. No one cares uh, other than you, Mark. So we move on from that one. And Mark's... Um, he, he, uh, didn't he uh, say that he was responsible for someone winning the other day or playing a good game because he spoke uh, to them or something anyway, like that? we'll move on. That's enough. So he's important. Uh, second goes to me. Uh, oh, you give oh. it to yourself. Well, uh, after the bounces, the, yeah. the, the leading show on Fox oh. Footy. Uh, <laughs> Listen Sat- to this. Saturday Triple M's the highest rating show oh, we've no. ever had. Uh, I'm a visionary. Oh, um, no. I've probably been in the paper a little bit. For my liking, a little bit too much this year, Warrior. Didn't your brand take a fair hit mid-season? Yeah, it did. Yeah, no, it did. It's a and pretty severe hit. No, it did, with a, with a couple of with good issues. Reasons, oh, no, it was, we won't go over it. No, we no. won't mention the war. But, yeah, it did take a dent. But that just explains how... Um, yeah, you bounced just, back. No, oh, it's just, you can't dent it. There might have been a couple of little scratches, but it just went out again. And <laughs> I am on top of the ground at the moment. But this guy that actually wins... So, hang on. We need to assess you first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, is, it, is the show called After the Bounce? Yeah, it is. Or just The Bounce. It's called, oh, it's called The Bounce now. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't even know the name of his own show. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it used to be before The Bounce, but yeah. now it's, uh, yeah, it's the, the Bounce, ba- it's the bounce yeah, actually, right yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, how, that's how good it's going. Yeah, no, don't you get the really big ratings figures simply because people are, are still hanging no, on that station no, after having did. watched the Sunday Twilight football match? No, I just got texts now that when I was on there, the, the grand final uh, North Melbourne show rated its backside oh, of off this morning. Then they crossed to the longest kick at the Yarra, and myself as chief there, the ratings just went... Straight through the roof. And just so because you, know, you came on. Because I was there. And just say, so I didn't know, have to do much. Like, it is on Fox. Yep. Yeah, what, what are you getting at? So, uh, you know, like, there's, not everyone has Fox. In fact, very few do. So, you know, 100,000 people might watch after the bounce. <laughs> Try 200, Brian. 100,000 wouldn't, even two, wouldn't survive on the real TV. Oh, you're real, kidding. Real TV you're absolutely kidding. Anyway, <laughs> and, wouldn't and, survive. Oh, it's, but it's my understanding that when that Twilight game finishes... 
bounce starts a second later, so yeah. you can just grab the end. <laughs> the they, they don't even have the team song. <laughs> just bang, here we are, and, and we'll latch onto that 350, and that'll give <laughs> yeah. us a nice start. There might That's be a little bit. Yeah. Oh, there might be a touch oh. in that, <laughs> So anyway, you've wedged yourself into well, second I had place. to, I had to, because you can't just keep giving it to people without throwing yourself yeah, under right the bus. Right. But, but who's number one? Oh, look, this guy... Clear uh, cut. Clear cut number one. Clear cut. I just want to... This, this has been his year and a, and a couple of his iconic efforts, but look, Bulldogs are in the grand final and some people, because they play there, they start making them about themselves. Now, I saw this thing on Channel 7 last night and it was about the Bulldogs. Luke Darcy uh, emceed it oh, and no. compared it. It was all about him. Oh, no. No one gives a stuff to us. We want to know what Jake Stringer does and Lukey Dalhouse and Lon, you know, Marcus Bontempelli. Bontempelli. He, so, he had a double page spread in last week's paper <sighs> saying that I was the only one that thought of Luke Beveridge. Yeah. Yeah. So I went and recruited him. I wouldn't be part of the subcommittee to I choose will, a coach unless I, will, I can get I him. I will not be on the board to choose him unless yes. he is the coach. And this is the same guy, Brian, yeah. that gets a chopper from here yeah. to well, the Witten Oval. It takes 15 minutes to drive. <laughs> hadn't been there for 15 years since he retired. Gets a so chopper. he turns up this week to have his input into in the a chopper. selection. Yeah. A chopper. And I mean, then, when it's cold, when it's below 14 degrees uh, Celsius, wears leather gloves on the boundary line. This is a big, strong, tough ruckman, Brian, now. He went to the Olympics, and as we know, it was great to see the Olympics. We, we didn't want to know about Dars, but have a listen to some of his name-dropping. We started uh, at, a, at an Adidas, Adidas party. So Channel 7 have got uh, a lot of their partners over here. So Big Gil McLaughlin, the AFL-CO, is in town. And you'll drop by uh, with uh, uh, Miles Rose from Swimming Australia and Adam Hilton, who runs all the Swiss advertising, oh. come from having a few drinks. This is literally what Gil had been doing. He had a few drinks with Kerry Stokes and Gina oh. Reinhardt. He was out at uh, Paco oh, Olimpico, and I was talking to um, an IOC member. Mark Beretta turned up from Channel 7 Sunrise with his camera and his crew. I'm waiting for Barrettes to pull rank and ring, uh, you know, ring the big Jeez. boss, Kerry Stokes. Bolt finishes, wins the race. His first move is about a metre away from me. I've got to show you a photo. I've got to reach down and put my hand and, uh, and take him on the shoulder and I bump into Nick Green. And I was on um, Ipanema Beach today. Oh, no. oh, so, oh. so I'm going to go through them. Yep. So Gillan McLaughlin, some miles won't get from the swimming. Uh, Adam, <laughs> Kerry Stokes, Reinhardt, uh, Beretta, Stokes a second time, Usain Bolt and Nick Green. All, all, that was just in one, one interview. Yeah, one conversation. Yeah. And he, look, he's turned into a flock, let's face it. Um, and not only that, the... This is iconic Dars. Have a listen to this. Say that again. Now, I just need to (laughs) understand, Dars, that we actually highlighted that after the Dean Robinson interview uh, with Dars, and it was hard-hitting. We took the other tact about when he had the big mud flap on the back of his head and he turned and said... Say that again. <laughs> say, say that again. Oh, just, uh, just, uh, just listen to it again. You just got to listen to it once more time. One more time. Say that again. You're a real, a real bonehead now, Dars. A real slapper. Now, last week, this is this is what uh, got him over the line, Duck. Last week, you got to be impartial as a commentator, don't you, Brian? But regardless if you're deep down buried with someone, have a listen to his call last week at Skoda Stadium when they beat GWS. Oh, they wanted to say this for as long as I can remember. Through to a grand final. Can you believe it? The siren will sound. A 55 year drought ended. The dogs are in the grand final. Mate, he had tears running down his eyes. Now, you watch that on Channel 7, and the, and the kids in five years' time say, well, Why is he crying? Mm. 
and they'll say, well, he bags to the Bulldogs. I think you've got to be a professional. And I couldn't give a stu- no. Spud, no, you no, cry no, every no, day. No, you, you, no, cry, no, you cry. No, you no, cried no, a minute ago no. when you walked into the... No, it's as Simon's Robert, Spud, Robbie Murphy in the Spud. parade yesterday next to Luke Beveridge. You and, cried in the first game when I was... It's not him. about me, mate. This and guy has turned into a real tool bag, mate. <laughs> he, he cried when you got the he walks his little He walks his little puppy dogs down and has a little latte with his wife and he... Oh. And he's turned into a real wanker, oh, old Dar. So, it, mate, he wins it hands down. There's no argument. Where's the trumpet? Where's the trumpet? Well, I've got it here somewhere. You guys just... Oh, yeah, no, it's here. Right, come here on. we go. This is for you, Mudflaphead. Das, I hope the bullies win today, mate, but it's not about you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well. well. No, Spud. You can't be. That's doing for you, that. Dash, you wanker. Oh, no. You All drink right. your own bathwater, Dash. Love bites in the mirror. This, this, ladies and gentlemen, is a grown man. Have a look at him. I've officially lost it. He has completely lost it. I think I am good cast. All right. Well done. Uh, the Duke wins the head wobbler for 2016. Now, the Chronicles uh, have oh. been a massive part of what we do all year, the Cool the, uh, Breeze Chronicles. We do a fair bit on ourselves, Jamie. Yeah, that's really all we do, to be brutally honest. Uh, Damo, how we place grand final day? Oh, we got the stinger one last time. All right, let's hit it. In 2009, the Saturday Rub brought you the iconic... World, according to the Cool Breeze. And now, it brings you... Cool Breeze Chronicles. I've heard that before. Damon Barrett had both hands on his plums when he said that because <laughs> yes. his voice was a lot deeper. What uh, have we got? Now, for those people who don't know this, uh, this was a dossier dumped at Triple M Studios at the start of the year. We've managed to get a fair bit of information out of it. Uh, on Brian Taylor's career, there's been a theme, Jim, regularly about Brian going yes. to the tribunal. We'll, and we'll start this grand final day edition of it with uh, some references to uh, some tribunal hearings. Um, Rowan Connolly wrote a match report after Brian had been reported in a reserves game. Oh, bristle. <laughs> saying that Brian Taylor's career... Been coming back from injury. ...had, had hit, quote... An all-time low. <laughs> when, when he was reported for three on three occasions, one for breaking the jaw of a young player by the name of Chris Farrell, oh, and no. two Boy. for abusing the field umpire. And you stormed out of the rooms after this game and stopped to Rowan to say this, yes, I gather I have been reported, but nobody has confirmed it with me. You, <laughs> you go to the tribunal and you're given five matches for the combinations of the breaking of the jaw and the abuse of the umpire. And the transcript of the tribunal goes uh, along these lines. It's been put to you that you, on four occasions, used a very, very nasty word oh. to an umpire. Oh, that you were told to, to, to settle down by the umpire before, quote, he pelted the ball toward my head. <laughs> you were then alleged to have used another swear word on a dozen occasions. You denied that. But this is all official transcript hearings. And then you've come out with this quite uh, iconic quote, I think. If anyone can remember all those bleeps, it's got me bleeped. <laughs> we'll go to um, article uh, July 3, 1991, Jim. Yes. Herald Sun, back page... I wrote it. <laughs> and Brian Taylor has been uh, suspended again for a, an incident on a ground. This was the quote from the tribunal chairman. It was a head part to David Ackley. The head contact and the tribunal has to mark the disappointment with this type of conduct. And you have dirtied up, Brian. 
You have dirtied up. You have given this in evidence. I told him, as in David Ackley, I would headbutt him if he didn't get out of my way. <laughs> but all I did was act the motion of the headbutt. I did not actually make contact. First of all, did you headbutt a man? I did headbutt a man. That uh, wasn't something I was proud of. But uh, just a, a little adjunct to that story. This is a true story. That was a Sunday game. I was a plumber in Hawthorne at a particular time. Come back, watched the news that night, and I saw the replay of that, and I thought, shit, I'm in trouble. I'm looking at, you know, four or five weeks. Not something I'm proud of. Uh, my phone rang that night, Sunday night in Hawthorne. A uh, guy said, can you come and fix my hot water service? I said, uh, what now? Eight o'clock on Sunday night. He said, well, you're a 24-hour plumber, aren't you? I said, mate, I've just got that written on me van. I said, I said, I'll be there at 8 o'clock in the morning to uh, fix your hot water service. I pulled up in this beautiful tree-lined street in Camberwell. Quadruple garages. Mercs parked in every drive. The ladies in uh, fluffy leather gear walking their poodles. And it was just a beautiful street full of beautiful people uh, and very wealthy people. I knocked on the door. The guy said, I won't mention his name because he's still involved in the uh, judiciary today. And we- Brian Collis? And, um, the, the tribunal I, chairman, maybe? I knocked on the door and he said, do you know who I am? I said, no, sir, I don't. Who are you? He said, I'm the tribunal chairman <laughs> sitting on your case tonight for headbutting. <laughs> I said, shit, that's a coincidence. <laughs> and he said, no, it's not. Do a good job and don't leave an invoice. <laughs> and that night, I got off that headbutting Come on, you got two weeks. You got two. Don't leave an invoice. All right, we got 10k on the line. Spud's going to take over this, which will be fantastic. Best bit about this is I get a spell because we've got enough lifelines here, yep. including the great Jude Bolton, by the way. Put your hands together for Jude Bolton, Good superstar Thanks, of the man. Sydney Swans. Now, quickly, Bristol, we've got to get to you. Yes. A couple of little ones. Two little ones. I just heard that uh, Liberatore today, uh, this is highly unusual that a player would bring his own, but he has left his boots home. No. Had to go back and get them. Has what gone is? back to get the boots. So can you believe that on grand final day <laughs> that a player, normally your boots would be brought for you, but he decides to travel with his and he left them home. Uh, so that is very, very interesting indeed. Uh, yeah, and the other one I'll tell you after the quick. All right, coverage. come on, Spud, take over and fire up. Yeah, for Herald Sun Supercoach JB, play with your head, not your heart. Download their Supercoach app now. As we said, 10,000 big ones, thanks to the Herald Suns Supercoach. So we, we'll ask for your name. You don't have to say what you've been doing because you're here listening to us. So uh, who we got first? Rocky. Okay, here we go. Question one. Which player led the Western Bulldogs Brownlow medal count with 20 votes? in the 2016 Brownlow medal? Uh, Boyd. Bad luck, champ. Oh, no, out quick. Yeah, see you later, Jeez. champ. Oh, Bad no. luck. Who we got? Ben. Okay, Benny. Which player led the Western Bulldogs Brownlow medal with count Ma- with 20 votes in 2016? Marcus Bontempelli. Well done. Question two. What's the most number of goals Buddy Franklin has kicked in a grand final? Five. On your bike. Oh, no. See you later, mate. <laughs> Who we got? Do these people know they've got lifelines? Not for that question. Brian, only certain questions. Brian, Brian, there's three lifelines. Question three, five and eight. We've been doing this quiz (laughs) for 12 bloody years, BT. (laughs) 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 Maybe have a spell. Okay, question two. What's the most number of goals Buddy Franklin has kicked in a grand final? Three. On your bike. Oh, no. Who we got? Going south. Damien. Damien. How many? Seven. On your bikes. Jeez. Gee. Uh, Boy. Lockie. 
You should know, Lockie. How many? Uh, eight. Oh. Yeah, going well here. Oh. Lockie. Okay. How many, Buddy Franklin? Uh, six. Not bad luck. What are we dealing with? What's wow. that? Yeah. Yeah, the Cleaning line there. How many, champ? Dave, uh, three. Oh. Not quite. Yeah. Not quite, Dave. Oh. Who we got? They're all uh, around it. Bryn. Uh, four. Well done. Hey. There he is. Okay. <laughs> Question three. <laughs> Get around him! As we know, we've got lifelines. We've got Jude Bolton, the warrior, who Justin Levich wanted to cave his head in at the precinct <laughs> at 2am in the morning. We've got the duck, who's coming on as Super Bowl. He just keeps bouncing back. And we've got Brian. <laughs> Brian Taylor. So, yeah. question three. The question is, can you name the last four Norm Smith medalists? You got a lifeline? Um, you got lifeline? A li- can I use a lifeline? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the whole idea. That's why I said... <laughs> Choose, Ken. Your ears sewn on, mate. <laughs> I'll go bolts. Okay, Bolts, Ooh, can you help oh, me now? Oh, okay, we got uh, Cyril Rioli. Uh, then we got um, Brian Lake, Luke Hodge, and one other. Yes, one other. From your club. Strange that. Damo, stop telling him. I, he should work it out. He played oh, Brian yeah. O'Keefe, of course. Don't God. give him hints like that. <laughs> I didn't help him. Are they, you happy with those or yeah, not? I'm happy with them. Oh, nice work. Hey, Good. Warrior. Bolts. Hey, yes. when it's your lifeline. I didn't actually help him. I didn't, I promise. You said you should know. <laughs> What's that mean? Well, he played Stevie Wonder would... Anyway, question four. The 2015 grand final was the hottest on record. What was the temperature? Uh, 34. Ooh, not bad, not bad. Stab it. Bad luck. Who we got here? Brad. Brad, how hot was it, mate? Uh, 31. Yes. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. 31 point something. But he's already oh, got the tick. He's no. received the tick. No. 31 point something. <laughs> oh, come on, Spud. You can't be doing that. No, I'm only joking. Oh. It was 31 points through. You're right. You're right. Question five. Get around him. Jude's out. You've got Warrior, who uh, last year... Luke Brevidge wanted to cave his scone in, then Brad Scott, now Justin Levich, and just they're queuing up. You've got Duck and you've got BT. Who do you want? I haven't got one wrong. This is the question. In, to, in today's team, can you name the one and only player to have represented both the Bulldogs and Sydney? Have you got a lifeline? Don't, don't use the lifeline. You know this. He mightn't know it, but you'd use a lifeline, surely. Is he playing today? Yeah. Yes. yeah mate, you can use yes. a lifeline as well. <laughs> Like Wayne studies the form, the, the plot. I'll use BT, thanks. Oh, Bristol. Oh, mate, oh, I, don't know, I don't know the answer. Oh, oh, Brian. Brian. Oh, Brian. Come on, Brian. You know this, Brian. What's represented, the represented the Bulldogs <laughs> and Sydney. I don't think that. I think this could be a trick question. I don't oh. think there's anybody, but hang on. <laughs> Hold on. Come on, Bristol. Oh, look at the, the, the grey mass in there. Bit of fear to you. Oh, 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 Who is it, Brian? <laughs> oh, Biggs. Shane Biggs. Yes. Oh, hey. nice. Oh, seriously, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> that was nearly as bad as acting as that yeah. uh, taxi trip to Darwin. What was it? Last cab to Darwin. Oh. What was your line you used on that? Doesn't matter. I was what starring, was it? I was starring with Jackie Weaver. Yeah, but what was, oh. your, line? What was your line when the player came in? What was it? Yeah. Say it again. What was it? What was your line? Um... Are you any good or something? <laughs> oh, I was starring with Jackie Weaver. Believe it? Question six. Mitch Morton was a premiership player in 2012 grand final for Sydney. Which two other clubs did he play for? Which player, sorry? Uh, Mitch Morton. And he played for Sydney in the grand final in 2012. He played for another two clubs. Collingwood? 
No, bad luck. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Okay, we've got a young lady here. Who we got? What's your name, madam? Lynn. Okay, Lynn. So Mitch Morton played in the flag, but he played for another two clubs. Brian's giving you a little bit of a hint there. Hawthorne. Oh. <laughs> Where are we? Goodness gracious. Name? Daryl. Daryl. Okay, which other two clubs? Mitch Morton. Sydney um, end. He played for the Kangaroos. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, oh, hey, they colourblind. Never quite that good. I didn't That's, think so. <laughs> that ball is yellow and black. What's your name, champ? John. 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 Yeah. Okay, football lover. Yeah, I am. Okay, Mitch Morton, Sydney Richmond. Grand Final. Richmond. Who else? Uh, West Coast. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he looks a little, Yeah, I like him. Looks like he could have a bit of fair bit of nerd about him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no. Champ, anyway, um, we'll move on. A bit of Bernard Fanning about it. Oh, yeah, it is, yeah. actually. How many teams have won only one premiership and named them? Uh, Western Bulldogs. Yes. That's um, one. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Any hints? Yes. Mm. Is it Hose Mary back there? There we go. Bad luck. Wow. Bad luck. <laughs> okay, who we got here, champ? Uh, Dave. Dave, uh, how many teams have won a premiership and named them? Okay. One premiership, uh, sorry. All right. Well, Bulldogs are one. Yep. Um, Port Adelaide, another one. Yep. Yes. And um, St Kilda. Well done. Oh, nicely done. Okay, three questions from ten grand cash. You're getting nervous? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Are you are or are you not? <laughs> not why not? I'm yes or not? I'm about the dogs winning. I okay, no, fair enough. Oh, well, we'll have the cash. Question <laughs> eight. Get around him! We've got a lifeline here. Which one of the following players has played in the most number of grand finals with eight? Oh. Chris Mew, Kevin Bartlett, Lee Matthews, or Brian Wood. Now, you've got a lifeline. Brian's out. Jude Bolton's out. You're unfortunately left with um, Warrior. And Jim. Who's lucky no. to be in. Now, Jim's out, but you've got Duck also. You can rule out Bartlett. Okay. So, you've got a lifeline. You've got go Warrior or Duck. Yeah, who, who do you want? Take I'll go Damo. Okay. Oh, oh, no, duck. Oh, duck. Okay. You feel like a bowl of chop liver duck? But it was Mew, Bartlett, who was it? It was Mew, Bartlett, <laughs> Matthews, and Brian Wood. It was a part of that. There's, no, there's no way Warrior would know this. Oh, you would. Duck. Come on, Warrior. There's, there's well, no well, way you would know this. Well, when Hawthorne played in eight grand finals in nine years, and Lee Matthews retired early in that, it's got to be Chris Mew. It has to be Chris Mew. That's, that's Warrior's opinion. What's your opinion? Okay, we'll go Chrissy Mew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two questions. Yeah. Two questions yeah. from, from ten large. <laughs> Question nine. Oh, getting you. No yelling out <laughs> in the back either. No yelling out. After trailing by 23 points at three-quarter time in the 84 grand final, how many goals did Essendon kick in the final quarter to win the flag? Easy one, mate. Remember Leon Baker, mm. Billy Duckworth. Add those up. Paul Weston went forward yeah, as well. He did, Paul Weston. Add that in. How many goals did they kick in that last quarter? They were 23 points down. They won by something. What did they win by? I'm oh. not going to tell you. Come on. Come on, mate. I'll go eight. Oh, oh, bad luck. No. Bad luck. Hit the a, hurdle. We could have a Bradbury. Yeah, oh. a Bradbury name. Roy. Oh. Roy. <laughs> Boy. Roy. <laughs> Mum and Dad put a lot of effort into that name, didn't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I don't know of any other Roy's. <laughs> oh, gee, Roy. <laughs> Anyway, Roy, your two questions from 10 large, mate. Do you know how many goals the Bombers kicked in 84 to win the, win the grand final? Seven. Oh, no. He went the other way. Oh, he no. went the other way. Oh, this young lady. Name, madam? Name? Oh, no. oh, he's getting some help. Oh, come on. Name? Angie. 
Angie. Angie. Angie. Now, the Bombers kicked how many goals to win the grand final in 84? In the last quarter. The last, last quarter. quarter. Can I have a life line? No. <laughs> Nine. That is right. Now you get wow. this question right. Thanks to the Herald Sun. Play with your head, not your heart. Download the Supercoach app now. Can I have a lifeline? No. <laughs> now. I've got a husband coming up next too, Spud. Yeah. Well. Double chance. Is that the husband? Yes. Are you the husband or not? Oh, or boyfriend. We won't tell him. Boyfriend? <laughs> Partners. Can we let them uh, to yeah. get... Go on, walk, walk over. We'll let no, 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 all right, fair they, enough. They've got a double chance. Yeah, 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 that's fair enough. No, all right. No, oh, shit, no. There's a fight. There's no. a... <laughs> Here we go. We can sue. Where's the pants in your household, champ? It's not you. Okay, how many goals did Footscray's Jack Collins kick in oh. their 1954 Premiership win over Melbourne for 10,000 cash? Dollars. Is it a lot? Or is it little? Just, just it's a number. How many, no, it's no, a clues. Number between no clues on zero the and ten. Five. Oh, no. I would have loved to have given it to you. Okay, the partner's up. What's your name? What's your name, champ? Al. Al, how many goals did Jack Collins kick? Six. Oh, oh look at incredible. the Bradbury here. Oh, oh, he's, hey. he's done nothing. What's your name? Still at uni. Steve. Steve, how many? Oh, jeez. How long have you been going to uni? <laughs> just give it Never. to us. Well, just give us, a, um, give us a number. Seven. Get around, Andy! Run up here! Come up! Come up here! Ten grand! Bring the microphone up. <laughs> How do you feel? I can't believe it. How do you feel? You're this shaking? This was really the best day of my life. It's okay. gotten better. Come over here. Oh what are you going to do with it? You're a uni student. Where? Oh, it depends on if Zoggy's winning or not. Okay, you, are you going we're to the game? Oh, of course we're going. You're going? You've got some mates? <laughs> go, go no, for myself. You've got, you got plenty of mates, mates tonight. Where, mates where are you going to go and celebrate or commiserate? Oh, I can't say. He's shaky, Brian. Right? I can't hey. say on the radio. Yeah, go to the casino. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, don't yeah, go to the casino. Put it all How on, good's that? Stop oh, 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 How oh, good's oh, Triple M and the Herald Sun? How good are they? Love you. Who would you like to thank? Triple M, everyone. Me? Yeah. Bolts. JB, Warrior, give Warrior a kiss. Go on, kiss him. Hey! I'm not Warrior, mate. I reckon he's a fraud, this bloke. No, he's not. Hey, mate, he's shaking like you wouldn't believe. That is absolutely outstanding. Good on you, Thank you so much. Big round of applause. Well done, buddy. Go and see Mr Simon over here. He'll look after you. Well done. What about Spud's line of questioning? Are you going to the game? Have you got any mates? <laughs> <laughs> He's just won 10 grand, Spud. That's what I said, because if I was his mate, I'd be hanging around like a dag in a sheep's backside. Jude Bolton, we're going to have a tattoo next. Still to come, Danny Southern, Daniel G and Syracuse, and two grand final tickets via social media. Jude Bolton, twice a premiership player for the Swannies. Uh, get around Swan What a rising star in the media too, oh, JB. No, Everywhere. No. Hey, how are you feeling, Bots, about <laughs> your side today? Yeah, to be honest, I'm feeling quietly confident for the for the Swans. They're just, uh, I mean, they've had probably a perfect preparation in, in the fact that they got touched up by the Giants uh, week one of the finals. They got absolutely barreled after that and then just be able to sit under, under the radar just be really quiet and horses absolutely loving the fact that they're, they're, no one's really taking any note of them. You're very well connected to that footy club still. The barrelling that John Longmire is said to have given the club after that uh, initial loss in the finals, was it one for the ages? One for the ages. On the Monday, so uh, after the review, pretty much just ripped into them. And, and I guess 
that's where you've seen a response. Against Adelaide, they were enormous. And I, I actually thought they might go out in straight sets after the way they were, really? they were picked apart um, uh, by the Giants. Um, but they just pressured the life out of the Crows. The, the big forwards that uh, we spoke about and also uh, Eddie Betts just had no influence. Um, and then to come up and, and play on, uh, on the MCG against the Cats and, and do a similar job, particularly to start, was, uh, was very impressive. Jude, uh, Mills and, and McVay, obviously you've been there. You, you can't play players that are underdone, even 95%. Are they, look, they're obviously fit, but is there, is there a little bit of a question mark maybe over those two? We just asked uh, John Lomai that just downstairs at the interview for Channel 7. And, uh, I mean, he's, he said he's done everything that's uh, been asked of him. He only goes by the medical staff. But there, there has to be a bit of a worry. If you get turned inside out as a, uh, by one of the small forwards, whether it's a, a Clay Smith or a, or a Toby McLean, and then you're diving for a loose ball or something mm. like that, it is, uh, it's high-pressure stuff on the G. And, but let's uh, face it, you're never sure, are you? You're never sure. And I guess that's the worry about a young player is you don't, you don't have any data so on... So how much how trust? Go. You have no trust history? No. I mean, we, you know you can trust McVeigh. Exactly. I, I back McVeigh in. As mm. Even the fact that he pulled himself out of last week, but he, he goes, I'm ready to go for next week. So, mm. I, you know, even if, if he just straps that up, he'll be fine to play. But Mills is the worry, I think. The, uh, the body... Franklin factor in this. Obviously, in the three years he's been there, he's now made two grand finals and, and last year missed the entire final series for the mental health issues. And there have been ongoing demands around that uh, situation he's got. How have you found him this year, Jude? He does seem as comfortable and, and as relaxed as he possibly can be. I think Damo's got, he's got his swagger back. And I guess, it, you know, you look this time of year last year and, and he did. He sat out for those reasons. He, he was, uh, yeah, I guess... A very courageous decision to sit out for uh, for the for those reasons and miss such a big game and things it's more than comfortable to run out there but uh, to see him now he's got his swagger back he's got that peacock the chest he loves the big stage and and I, 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 he loves being a bit of a mentor to some of the young guys whether it's Tom Papley you know Isaac Heaney inside forward fifty as well Rampy uh, Bolts tell us a little bit about him we we know he's all Australian now and. You've seen him come through, and he played with his club in the VFL, was lucky yeah. to get a game. What, what a great story. How, how hard has, has it been for him to get where he is today? Because he's one of the premier defenders in the competition now. Well, I think he's benefited from the fact that uh, you know, the mature age players have been picked up and looked upon. And uh, he's, he is a, a wonderful story, Dane Rampey. Came down to try his luck at the VFL, and it didn't really eventuate. It went back up and gave, not gave footy away, but just said, I'm going to play for fun. Played at a local unit, Union New South Wales. He was having beers in the SCG. And then 18 months later, he's actually you know, rock solid in, in defence. And... Yeah, it's an it's a amazing story. So, Bolts, just on today, you're working with the Seven Network um, and committees uh, giving it away, as we know. So, what, uh, you know, how do you feel about Dan and what would you say about him as a contributor to football over the last 45 years? Oh, BT, he's a, he's a doyen of broadcasting. I think I've been lucky enough to, I guess, spend a bit of time in my start of a media career and things like that. And you just get to see how he's just an old school gentleman and uh, he'll do everything for you. And uh, I've just been, you know, we're going to miss him big time. He's, he's just such a wonderful broadcaster. Well, I, was, I was talking to Cyril doing a marquee over the back here and had Cyril to interview and I said, when you, you know, the ball comes down the forward line and it lands in the hands of Rioli and he gets around one and gets around another and pirouettes and lines up on the left foot, I said to him, are you thinking about what Bruce is saying about you? And he said, yes, I am. <laughs> he, uh, he just can't get it out of his head. But uh, Dennis has uh, been absolutely sensational in a, in a similar mould. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's synonymous with football and uh, he's going to leave a, Bristol, a big mark. Yeah. Running an ad for Channel 7 no, on no, SIM, no, 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 speaking here. Uh, well, uh, you, think, you think Brian you is... Uh, 
the, the line of questioning. But, but your story was for, about for, for Dennis's I, position. I, I, I think just, he's just. But wheeled himself into the what? role, hasn't he? Perfect no question. Jeez, but your story please. was about Bruce McAvaney then. Oh, look, he's off. He's taking a footy. <laughs> it wasn't he's, about... Well, look at this. <laughs> don't do the string. Don't do the string. Oh, no. Cracked he's cracked the Bruce <laughs> Pushing Spud around. He's yeah. throwing footies out. He's had enough. Oh, he's... Poor old Dennis. He's done this on look his at him taken off. He's, he's cracked the brace. Yeah, look at him. He's grabbed the jacket. He's done. <laughs> which <laughs> means he's got a he's got another, another, another cashing. This is another not on the way through. Oh. Hey, Jude, the other one I want to talk to you about is Horse Longmire. We spoke to him Thursday night on the Footy Show. I've never seen him, even though it was on a link, as relaxed as that in any media performance. Uh, uh, having just spoken to him then, and I, I agree, he's normally very nervous, John Longmire. He's uh, I don't know, really pensive before the game and, uh, and doesn't give away too much, but he looked really relaxed mm, and calm yep. down there. And I guess that might be the, the fact that all the, the pressure has been a little bit on the doggies in the whole wave of emotion. But it, it, what a great story. And Luke, Luke Beveridge has just done a terrific job with this football game. Have a great day today, mate. Good luck for your club. Cheers, mate. Jude Bolton, everybody. Bolt. Well, I'm Bolton. We're getting That's to nice. a break when we come back. Danny Southern, hard man of the ah. grey Western Bulldogs. A bit like myself, both from Claremont. Tough. Tough as a goat's coming up JB. next. Put your hands together for Danny Southern, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Don't worry, Footscray and uh, Western Bulldogs fans will know about this man. Uh, back in the day, back in the 90s, as tough, Spud, as a footballer was in our competition. Oh, I love him, JB. He's a man of my own heart. He's hard as a goat's knee. I really loved... The thing I like about him, the sleeper hold on Peter Soon. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Can't <laughs> live it down. I can never live that No, one it was magnificent, mate. That's what defenders need to do. It just got him in a little bit of a cuddle there. Probably a little bit too long, but... What's it mean to be back home? You've been over in Africa for, for 10 or 15 years in the wilderness. You've been, you're back, back at home and now here at the G with the Bulldogs. Yeah, it's unbelievable, Spud. And great to see so many of uh, the Bulldog army out there. The red, white and blues out in force. And to all the supporters out there who have stuck with the club through thick and thin, it's just great to see you here today. Enjoy the spectacle and hopefully we come home with the cup. But been overseas, Spud, for 10 years and just amazing to be here in Melbourne and experience the grand final day with the Bulldogs. But how does it feel for you now being an ex-Bulldog uh, champ, you know, the veins, they must be pumping at the moment. You must be excited for them. Yeah, I'm ecstatic. It's, um, it's quite amazing, Spud. As a player, when you're sort of in that sort of moment, you don't really get this emotion as you do as a supporter. And, uh, you know, I didn't sleep very well last night, I have to be frank with you. And just seeing the, the crowd and the atmosphere here today, I'm, I'm bubbling, mate. I'm electric. And it's just great to be able to share it with all the supporters who have been through them hard yards and to see the dogs on the... The final big dance is just, yeah. And Danny, in uh, your time, there was no more loved man at the kennel. You used to have the great big mullet, and in the end, you used to put a plait through it, and you had the beard and a real nasty look about you, which is actually not the bloke you are at all, of course. Yeah. Good, good Claremont boy, uh, purple them. They breed them nice and tough there, of course. <laughs> well, they do, but Danny. They, they took you into their bosom in your time, didn't they, the great fans out there? Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite amazing for a young fellow who grew up in, in Western Australia in Perth and getting drafted to Bulldogs and, and just being embraced by the, you know, the support supporters and it uh, for me as a young fellow I sort of almost embraced almost like a cult figure they say and mm. the, the local people around Footscray and the western suburbs are you know just very special and, and as I've said a couple of times already just to see the excitement on their face I went to see the training session on Thursday and just been amongst the 10,000 strong out there and just seeing the joy on the people's faces that's been the most special thing for me and uh, I love the Bulldog supporters they're, they're just sensational like all footy fans but the Bulldogs are obviously special in yep. my heart. Danny, those supporters loved you so much. I believe that when you did get that massive fine from the AFL Tribunal for what you may have done to Peter Simic, that they actually had a bit of a, a tin shake, a tin rattle, and, and 
got you the money you required and uh, maybe plus some? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it was staggering. Once again, I got fined 10000 it was, so that was 94. So you do your sums, it was about 25% of my salary in my first year. So the supporters decided to do a tin rattle on Fair Dinkum. There was people coming up to me in the street giving me fivers and tenors and, yeah. and 20s and it, that went on for a month or so. We paid the 10 grand fine and I was getting money sent <laughs> to the club every day. Back then it was like 45 cents for a stamp or something. So it was two bucks, 45 cents, costing me. So I ended up making a bit of an earn out of it, I have to be honest. But um, just the support of the Bulldogs are just yeah, staggering the way they sort of you know, opened up and embraced me and, and paid for my fine, which was just, uh, yeah, I don't think you'll see it these days. And was it, what's the thing about, was the snake charming? You had the, the python or something, is that right, from memory? Yeah, I did have a pet python. Uh, Rhonda was her name. And uh, I had Rhonda for a couple of years and she got what, to about five foot about? long. And oh, I just always love animals. Um, you know, <laughs> great wildlife lover and always wanted to have a pet snake. So poor old Rhonda, she got to about three or four years of age and the poor thing had a bit of a tumour. So it was one of the sad days of my life. I had to take her to the vet to get her put down, and um, she had a bit of a tear. So I took her home and skinned her and made a belt out of it. So it turned out pretty good in the end. <laughs> Danny, just back onto the the tough man theme and putting the fear of God into opponents. Billy Brownless only last week on the Sunday Footy Show it was in an ad break, but he got us to play the the goal after the siren again, which he kicked oh, against he loves the it. Bulldogs. He really lives it all the time. And someone did ask him how many goals had he kicked in that game, and that goal happened to be his second yeah, goal of the game, and as a match winning one. But he said the reason he didn't go near the ball for that game was because pre-match, you said to him, if you go near it, I will kill you. Yes, and, he, and he said, I believed him. There's a good chance I would have said that. Yeah, I tried to bluff people the best I could. I wasn't the most talented bloke out there, so you had to try and get into them psychologically. So the best thing about playing Billy, to be frank, was that you weren't playing on Gary Ablett. So if you line up on <laughs> Billy, you were stoked. So, you know, he tried to ruffle his feathers a bit. And as I said, I wasn't the most gifted bloke, but tried to, you know, leave my heart and soul out in the field. And if I could get in someone's mind, I wouldn't. Spud would know that. Playing down back, it was pretty hard back yeah. then when you're inside 51 out and you got... You know, playing an ablet and plugger and all these sort of yeah. superstars, it was uh, pretty terrifying. Yeah, it was hard for some, Danny, but um, <laughs> oh, who do you like watching out of the Bulldogs team? Who do you like watching? There's a couple who really stand out. Uh, Clay Smith, obviously yeah. got a lot of exposure with his re- knee reconstruction, but his yep. final series has been sensational. But Liam... Um, Liam Pickett for me. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm on him for the Norm Smith. Hopefully Dogs are going to have a win and, and Pickett will take it out. Just hard and tough and unfashionable, but gets a job done. And yeah. courageous and all those things you love about a, a good old-fashioned football, and, and he represents that for me. And, Danny, you're doing amazing work now with the Klontar Foundation. Jared Neesham, an extraordinary program he's put together for young Indigenous people finishing school firstly and following their footy dream. Yeah, that's right, JB. So I'm working with about a young... 100 young Indigenous men from all around Australia and, and our goal and our program is about getting them to school, getting their education, transitioning them into full-time employment, looking at their well-being and their leadership skills and there's never a dull moment working with 100 young teenagers and the boys keep me on our toes but very rewarding and very fulfilling and there's never a dull moment as I said so we use footy as a major engagement tool and uh, the guys got to get to school to go on the footy trip and have a game and go on the camp so it's a, it's a win-win situation, get some great outcomes. And of course coming up through the Claremont Footy Club Purple, uh, the Southern Family Oda lot to the Brayshaw family, the oh, yeah, amazing sort of trailblazers we were at the time, Danny, you would ha- remember? How Danny. not to do things. <laughs> what was yeah, exactly like, the opposite. We hear a little bit about, just, just in a sentence, yeah. or a couple, what was he like? And his great oh, brother, we all played Yeah, well, together. I actually yeah. played with Stixie, JB's yeah, brother, yeah, so I played in premiership with him in 93. Yeah. And, Sticks, yeah, yeah. Like. I remember <laughs> when I was a young fella coming through, uh, <laughs> Captain Dolopaniza was getting roughed up by a couple That's of Pollard brothers. And Stixie always reckons I ran the other way. Oh. He was the one on the front line, but I think it was quite opposite. Oh, Rachel was exactly taken off, and I was going on the front line. What did you like as a player? I, I didn't see too much of JB. I know he was, he was a bit young. Better. I was a bit young, but my brother ball. did oh, You play. must have been watching the ball then, were you? Yeah. <laughs> no, he, was, he was playing seniors, and Jim was in the reserves. He was a bit younger. I did play with Danny's brother, who was also a bloody star. Don't worry about that.
Where are you watching the game today? I oh, actually, it's, it's quite embarrassing. I'm in the MCC committee room. So oh, puts Grey wow. up to the top shelf. Yeah, oh, you see, I've got the tie. tie on. I didn't I own a tie. tie. I pulled out this old Bulldog player one. It's about the only tie that I own. It's fair dickum. <laughs> I don't own any ties except this one. So it's a bit of a good luck charm. MCC. So yeah, so I'm, I'm hobnobbing Raz. Raz. So, it's an honorary yeah. up there, JB. We won't hold you up any longer, yeah, mate. Yeah, you need to get back to that meal, eh? And enjoy all of it. Thank Danny Southern, one of the greats. Thanks, everyone. Go, doggies. Enjoy. Have a great day, Danny. We're going to take a break. Back here afterwards, thanks, Bud. You're heading inside the room, so we look forward to hearing from you. The Duke and Bristol as well. Have a great day, mate. You're a bloody champion. 10 6 66 wands, 11 9 75 dogs. Imagine if that millimetre decides a grand final. It's just, you can't write the script for this stuff. 99,981. You can't believe this. You can't bottle this stuff. It's a nine-point margin. Hunter back inside 50 with a kick. Gobbled up here by the Swans. Handball comes out to Callum Mills. He looks back inside with a sizzling little low drop bunt. Here's Buddy Franklin knocked away by Morris. Couldn't mark it. Naismith Kennedy handball out to Buddy. Buddy tackled by Morris. Dropping the ball. Boyd took the advantage. A blade on from inside the centre square. Boyd's kicked the goal. Boyd's kicked the goal from inside the centre square. Just a dump button just for half a second, but who cares? Oh, this mate. game has got everything. And, <laughs> hey, Tommy Boyd, what an absolute game. What about the criticism this guy's had? <laughs> oh, Brian, I know you've been excited, but... Uh, boy, you shot your bolt. From inside the centre square yeah, spot. No, it was, Jeez. but have a look at the tackle. The tackle from Dale Morris. What an absolute... Superstar Dale Morrison's. Have a look at the emotional loose beverage. 15 points the margin.